One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. But I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, <laughs> what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. I'm your host, Amon Green, along with my good friends and teammates and compadres that like to hide behind microphones and slow wave like they're at a pageant or a, um, a parade or so. What's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> I don't even know the proper way to, to do that. Yeah, it's up. this. It's like this. Boom. I've watched it a few times. You and you turn. So weird. There you go. There you go. So you can't just you, be like normal. No, yeah, you can't no. just ah. You can't nah. You gotta. It's Good day, peasants. Good day, peasants. <laughs> What's with the peasants? You lost me at peasants. So, um, if this is your first time in our podcast, Mind Green's Gamers Lounge, we are talking about the video game world, industry, esports, comic books, anime, horror stuff video games or movies and it's fun geek things that geeks love to talk about because we're all geeks there's an inner geek in all of us you know we all love something that the average person doesn't even think about like anime horror anime you know uh comic books ai what's it doing to our world we talking sometimes we talk about that stuff i think i'm talking about that today maybe i don't know are we talking about Microsoft or the big developers is dropping a big AAA game or whatever? So you in that place. That's where you're at in the gamer lounge. That's what we're doing here. So we check in real quick with myself and my crewmates here. We got John here. It's, uh, I say to my actual left, but to my right and the below both of us is Rico the rookie. All right. So how's everybody doing, guys? Just checking in. Good. good. Uh, fantastic. Post Halloween. Yes. So what was uh, the costumes of choice, if there were any? Um, I was so my daughter was Taylor Swift from the music video 22 in the the red era. Um, So she had her who's Taylor Swift anyway, you shirt on that Taylor sports. It's a line from 22. Anyway, and she made me be uh, Taylor Swift from uh, you belong with me video where she's dancing on the bed and she's got like a high school t-shirt on that says it's it's just look at the video she, you'll she, figure it out i know she yeah made you or you were more than happy are you, to. Are you yeah you're more you had as a dad you're more than happy to john you um you definitely made bit, that choice yourself maybe a little bit of both um maybe a little bit of both yeah i i, I could have said no no dad's not gonna but whatever um so that was that and then also this weekend i know we talk about volleyball a lot because you know yeah. Obviously, I'm into the sport. You guys are drinking. He covers um, it. I love it. What's going this, on? The sport of volleyball was featured on Fox TV on Sunday. So nationally. Um, That's right. You talked about it during um, last week's podcast. Right. Yeah. And so I think I a lot of exactly things happen. Gonna yeah, would, you do? Okay. Okay. I'm let's not, see. I'm not sure what I'm going to say. To break <laughs> it down. So basically, it followed Packers Vikings, which is a good lead in. Um, it drew 1.6 million viewers, which is an all time high for the sport. Crazy. And I think it's a pretty good number, uh, that, that networks will be like, Hey, listen, maybe we should think about doing this. We can get a couple million people to watch. That's not a bad number. Uh, It went head to head with the other afternoon games on CBS. So like the chiefs were involved in a game. So basically it went head to head with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and got 1.6. Now, the nice. things I think, I, and I think that's a really encouraging number for the sport, and here's why real quick. It is. Uh, because it, it followed the Packers-Vikings, but about 45 minutes after Packers-Vikings, right? So there's a window there where people say, okay, I'm done watching football today. Yeah. Um, it did go up against the other games, whatever. And then the game itself wasn't that intriguing. It was a 90-minute match between Wisconsin and Minnesota. I get that you involve Packers, Vikings, Wisconsin, Minnesota. So there's mm-hmm. that crossover, but yep. it wasn't like a very entertaining match, I would say. Probably so it was a blowout because Wisconsin you, is ranked yeah. number. They still one or two. What are they? Yeah, no. Minnesota. Well, okay. They're number two. two. Okay. Yeah. D- um, don't stop it. Don't start. 
What? Don't. No, I'm talking to Rico. I'm talking to Rico. Yeah, I, I, I'm not doing anything. So I, I think know, I'm really encouraging. All right, I had, I'm sorry. I had this, I had this whole you. argument with somebody else on the air about first place votes. It was it was a whole thing. I'm sorry. Stop, stop it, Rico. So basically, uh, that number I think can double. Like, imagine the Black Friday match of Wisconsin and Nebraska. Oh yeah, which is coming up, and and maybe yeah. that's tracking to to be a share of the Big Ten title. Um, that that would draw five million people, you know, if you put it on yeah. in the, across the country. So that's what's going on with me. Nice, nice. And real quick, we're on LinkedIn, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitch, and we're on Twitter Live and Facebook Live. So for anybody in those social media on those social media accounts, watching our show live right now, so we're on five or six different social media accounts. You can chime in in the chat, ask questions, be a fan. If you want to join in the Discord, I have little Discord. Um, commands that pop up you can join in my discord and you will become a greenie that's what they're officially called they named themselves i didn't come up with the name just so you know um all right rico rookie what's good with you what's going Hi. um nothing 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 is good with me everything is good I'm yeah well, halloween was fan- yeah. halloween was fantastic yeah uh, but- my kids had two different outfits because i love halloween and we go above and beyond in my house Ooh, um nice. so when they went to daycare Ellie, little four-year-old, was yep. Becca Alec, middle blocker for Nebraska. Um, she was a football player. I didn't know that. You didn't tell me. No, she was. She was. Yeah, she was volleyball player. KJ was the football. Oh, volleyball. Player. He was gotcha. dressed up. Gotcha. He was dressed up like uh, Billy Kemp because both of them. Nice. So Ellie loves Becca because they have the same hair. This is what she says. They both have okay. long curly hair, got and it, she got just it, got it. she loves her as her favorite player. Just any sport she sees. Is Becca here? Is Becca gonna? I'm like no. Baby, this is men's Becca basketball. Probably She's not. He could, yeah, could be a ball, a basketball player too. She's got the height. I'm like, that's not. I was like, her brother is there, and he has like the same hair, but no, it's not her. Um, so she was that. KJ was Billy Kemp, and then in the afternoon when we went out, which it was like 30 degrees, so we weren't yeah, out for chilly. that long. It's chilly here. Um, KJ was KJ was Bowser, or as yes. he says, or as that. he says, Peaches because of the song. He calls him oh, peaches. Oh, he just goes, okay, peaches. Yeah. He goes, I want to be peaches. And we're like, it's Bowser. I can, I can see as a two-year-old can refer to that. It's fine. Yes. Me and him had like a 20-minute argument about it. You're not going to uh, win that He wasn't argument. using words. You know that, right? I was, you're, you're I, not I'm sure I was. I'm pretty sure I won. No, you I'm pretty didn't. sure I won. No. And then not Ellie was head. Princess Peach. <laughs> awesome. Ellie was that Princess Peach. Awesome. My wife was Donkey Kong, and I was Kamek, the little wizard that helps Bowser. That floats around. He has wings, right? No, he's in the blue robe. He's in it. Oh, yeah, with the glasses. Yep, yep, that's who I was. (laughs) And we had our little wagon, and my wife hand-painted some cardboard, took like two bricks and the uh, power-up block from Mario, and she painted some uh, glow-in-the-dark paint on the question mark and in between the bricks, and we had lights going around the wagon. It was just a whole thing because, like I said, I love Halloween. I love Halloween, and my wife is very creative and likes making things, so it was fantastic. I'm right with you. Uh, I'm looking at Rico's Instagram. Oh, uh, we have went... you sent? Does Becca Alec know? She she so Nebraska volleyball quote tweeted it, and then okay. Becca Alec commented and just said precious. Yes, um, precious. but she, say, it, she doesn't. She hasn't seen that. They need to see that right away. So the tweet, and I like it's cool, but at the same time, kind of worrisome. The tweet just blew up. Yeah, of course, you got cuteness going on. I know. Well, like seeing it has cats or little poodles or something. You know, 117 oh, it has 117,000 views. Uh 700 Baller. likes, 20 reposts and I'm just like it's a lot of people that have just seen my kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does get on that line you're like mm, I'm like it's super cute but also like that's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, today yeah, it's that fine line you're like oh man cool we got we got 100,000 people be like wait a minute. Oh, man, yeah. That's awesome. Wait a minute. Oh, so yes, that is awesome. I saw them on the weekend. I was like, oh, I know they geek, they geeked about this stuff. Yeah, um, I was gonna so, shoot you a text to find out uh, if I could come over to your house to trick or treat because you said you had king size candy bars. <laughs> um, that was my wife in Houston. She went to Sam's ah. Club and she texted me. I should have put the picture. I'm gonna put the picture in here somehow. But I do have the picture of what we did when she was here. She had to leave early on Sunday, but on Saturday. And all week she got my costume ready and we were Chucky and she was the bride of Chucky. So here is the photo. I'm going to share my 
Do I have it ready? Share. Yep, I do. Let's pull it up here. Right, let's take a look at this. Let's look at this. Look, check me out right there. <laughs> Ooh, Chucky. Yep. Hey, and that whole suit. And you go see it right here. I mean, pull scroll down. So that's us coming from our Halloween party that we went to in our neighborhood here in Capitol Beach. And then this is at school the next day on oh, Halloween. Wow. This is yesterday. So it was like a little, you. you had to submit your picture in for everybody in school. We had some awesome costumes from all the faculty. So I was Chucky, uh, our Dina student, Sherry Vell. She was um, Cowboy Barbie or Cowgirl Barbie, excuse me, Cowgirl Barbie. Um, we had Nicole. Um, that's her assistant. She was like an old grandma. And she was like, you know how grandmas hand out candy and stuff? She was handed out candy. I was like, where are the mints, my grandma? <laughs> she gave me a mint. I was like, there you go. That's, that's... <laughs> so we had, and then who else we had? We had, um, we have one faculty member. Everybody dressed up the same as Adam. His name is Adam. And he wears, usually wears all black and everybody wore all black and the same type of little two, little hairdo that he, he struts, he, he owns and stuff. So, so yeah, that was, so I was Chucky. There we go. Right there. Chucky. Well and, done, Amon. And bride of Chucky. And so my wife is a stickler on perfection. So she said, and if you see, go back, let me go back here. You see the little, the hammer, the cowboy hat, and like uh, the good guys, all that was ironed on. It took her a whole week to do that. And then the shirt, she put the, if you see the cuffs right there at mm. the bottom, that cuff came from the bottom of my shirt. So she cut like a quarter of my shirt off oh my to make the cuff. She she goes in. And wow. so just like Rachel, Erico, you know, yep. you get she gets serious about it. Yep. So that was I, uh, I think Halloween. we see a trend here because my wife basically ironed on every letter of my daughter's shirt that said right. Taylor Swift anyway. Like without without the the women, like I how does Halloween even look right for us three? We need to go into <laughs> like business. The, yeah, like I would happen. have to I would have to buy my my costume and I don't want to do that. I like when she makes the costume. It's so much yeah. cooler. Yeah. So much cooler. And and my mom, I mean, that my wife got it from her mother. Her mother used to make all their costumes. You know, very rarely did they go to the store. They would just she was like, Hold on. Yep. Don't, don't buy nothing. I'm gonna go stole. She got she still my mother-in-law still has a sewing machine. She cranks stuff out. So I, I send my jeans that ripped a hole somewhere and I still want to wear them. Amon, I wish I had that skill set. Like right. I just want like entry level skill set so i can have a shirt and be like this shirt's too baggy boom whatever these hey. pants are too long boom i wish i had that skill me too that's what my wife does we need patience for that i know i have I know, patience. I, I don't know about y'all my my wife literally so the the shell that kj was wearing for bowser she literally like took some stuffing out of i think you know either a pillow or one of the stuffed animals sewed that closed put it in the shell you know grabbed some cloth and like sewed it on there sewed the little the spikes on there put little circles around it put glow in the dark paint over those took took tape and made the little straps for him to wear as like the back like she made the entire shell made the little tail also like wow. all of it wow that's going ham right there i like it i like it so to the chat we got a lot of new people in the chat here we got espn hello people pinky says my son's middle name is Amon. Awesomeness. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we have my man Alan Oakendo uh, Chinari says Greeny. He says, I want to be like a, a mean Greeny, like the Hulk or something. <laughs> oh, I love that, Alan. That's so funny. And then we got, of course, we got Go Paco in the house with from ESPN Pinky as well. And then let's get over to quick hitting news bites here. We got some good stuff. I didn't get all the opportunity to put in all of the uh the news bites but oh, no, no don't do that let's do that and let's do that and then let's get to the part where we are actually working here take that down we got so many little tabs to hit here guys so many tabs so many tabs all right there we go finally there it is do it so microsoft is doing some amazing things in the last couple years and this was part of the initiative that uh was during COVID when um hrs and big companies in the game industry was you know talking about the change and bringing in diversity inclusion equity all in and this is one of those steps that i say a triple a company has made so right here microsoft recognizes um, new leadership 
with Xbox promoting Sarah Bond and Matt um, Booty in um, certain areas at high level administrative areas. So Microsoft is recognizing um, the fact that uh, the following, I say the fact of the certain departments in gaming, marketing at Xbox is following the completion of the continuous $69 billion acquisition of uh, Activision Blizzard. So with that, um, Phil Spencer, the CEO today said he wrote to the staff that Microsoft will promote Sarah Bond and uh, to the president of Xbox, putting her in charge of all software, um, hardware platforms, and that should be noted. And so may include redesign a discless Xbox Series X. So that's one of the big announcements under her wing as she uh, takes over the helm there. So that could release next year and a next-gen hybrid console in 2028. So things continue to, I say, ramp up and be interesting. And then for Matt Booty, um, has been promoted to president of gaming, content, and studios, which includes the responsibility of overseeing uh, operation in ZeniMax and Bethesda. And so the studio will continue to operate as a limited integration entity, but will report to Booty to manage so to manage the platform of today and build the platform of tomorrow. We are bringing together the teams that will make possible. Um, Spencer said in the memo, so Sarah Bond, she leads the team as president of Xbox and bringing in together devices, player and creator experience, platform engineering strategy, business planning, data analytics, and business development, guys. So it's a lot of big, fun things down the line. And what I like about this, obviously, is the is the uh, equity and the inclusion of what Xbox is doing here, sticking to what they you know said during COVID year, that we're going to start bringing in more people of color, more people of different genders to have a, a variety, uh, a mixed variety of people that are in command of this company. So they keep going in the right direction to have you know, everybody represented from every background and then to understand how that different backgrounds can create different, um, I say, campaigns or or different um, initiatives within the organization or with the, with, the, with the company, because then different people, different perspectives, you get, you know, different campaigns for different games that we know about or for the similar same games like we know about, like Madden 2K or even Call of Duty can have different looks when it comes out to you from a marketing standpoint. So uh, that's one thing I love about this what about you two guys what you think <clears throat> matt booty <laughs> of course Sarah bond yeah no that's cool i mean you that's, you hit on all of it yeah hopefully hopefully they, that's all right yeah i mean Don't. yeah no awesome. not. no when you go to harvard i think uh, sarah bond got her business MBA from uh, Harvard or somewhere over there. So she's not messing nothing up. Um, nice. She knows what she's doing. She's been there for a long time. And but just to see this, obviously, it, it uh, brings my, a nice warmth to my heart and, you know, to a studio or to a triple A AAA company that I'm a big fan of. Been of since I lived uh, in Seattle was a Seahawk and all my neighbors were were softies. That's what they called Microsoft employees in uh, in the Seattle area. I don't know if they still do it now, but Back then, yeah, they were softies. I had a few neighbors that would tell me about things that were coming out because we found out we, we lived on that same level. We was like, oh, yeah, we see each other. And they, I remember when one of my neighbors told me about the Xbox. They said, yeah, mom, we have this new console that's coming out. It was 1999. And he's like, yeah. So we right now we got a code name, something, something. I'm like, OK. I said it's going to rival and you know be the competitor against the PlayStation 1. So I'm like, OK. And then next year I got traded. So of course I, w <clears throat> I wasn't happy about that because I'm like, man, maybe my neighbor could have hooked me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And That's but the I'm like, reason you were mad. <laughs> no. Well, two several reasons. We already know that. For one, it was the Midwest. Two, I knew a lot of people at Microsoft campus. Um, so, but yeah, just to be a part of something then and then now, knowing what the company is, I've I've always been Microsoft first. I mean, I, I've I've I had to develop. You know playstation and then switch too because i coach all these games and you know run and run these teams so i gotta have knowledge of everything but i say xbox is the sweet spot for me so and i'm happy to hear that there is some big change because when the big guys do it when the big kids do it right it mm -hmm. filters down you know that leadership falls down to other companies seeing what other companies are doing um in their leadership roles to really affect the change that we need to continue to see so that's one thing that's going to be influenced influential to um, from top down to the smaller companies. So, 
we've said a lot there. So shout out to Sarah Bond, Matt Booty, Phil Spencer at Microsoft. Keep doing what you're doing. All Sounds right. like a dynamic duo, Bond and Booty. So I know it's got that alliteration. Baller. That's yeah. John, you ready? You're up next. Yeah, let's do this. All right. So, all right. So we've talked about uh, different stories in the past before where, you know, the online component of a company is shutting down and you lose as a gamer, you lose some of those games. So this is um, Ubisoft is shutting down. Am I pronouncing that correctly? By the yep, way, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. Yep, Ubisoft. Ubisoft is shutting down online services for older games. This is from VideoGamesChronicle.com. Uh, and the move is going to impact 10 games, including four Assassin's Creed titles, as well as Gross Recon, Splinter Cell, and Trial Series. So what does this mean? If you read this yeah. uh, article, it means that the owners of these games will no longer be able to play multiplayer, link their accounts in-game, or uh -oh. use online features. Uh-oh, I heard an uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Mm. I know what that, that's no, that's no, yeah. that's not happiness for a gamer right there. Keep going. Nope. <clears throat> Well, the, the quote they come from the company says, decommissioning such services for older games is not something we take lightly, but is a necessity as the technology that drove those services has grown obsolete. Uh, so I, so obviously you guys, you guys hate this as, uh, you know, and, and most gamers would if you're playing a game and you like it and they, they take away basically your ability to, to do certain things with it. Don't you think? I don't know how any of this works, right? I don't know the the technicalities behind it, uh, the storage, all the technology yeah, and whatnot. It's, it's a little bit of all of that. Yeah, but you would think that if something is grown obsolete, that it might be easier to just like save the file as is and keep it going as is. And as long as, I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong on that. Um, but if you have Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, Liberation HD, or revelations, uh, you won't be able to to do all, any of those multiplayer or link in game or use online features. Right. Um, I think there's also, a bunch of different sides to this, where yeah, you know 100%. servers that house these games, you know, they're getting full and they need to make room for new things. And you know, you could look at it from the the prospect of you could always update it, get a newer version of these games, and just have like remastered versions. Or you could stay with the obsolete versions of these. And, and I know that some people have certain games that they just love to play. They'll always go back to that game. Maybe it's like a comfort game for them. And they'll just go, you know, play these games, go online and do whatever. But as we get further along into the future and as we keep adding these new things, this is going to continue to happen. And it's going to suck for the people who love these games and love playing these online games. And maybe this is the only online game that you can play with your certain friend because this is the only one that they really enjoy playing and i mean it's going to suck but it, it, that's just kind of how things are going to have to happen going forward yeah when you, when you, you have it, go ahead yeah i was going to say i mean do you think that the the because the popular i heard somebody say the the popular mad style on on twitch says that older games with low populations days are numbered uh i mean i, I don't know like could they offer like pay x amount of dollars maybe it's another source of revenue pay x x amount of dollars per month if you want to keep playing this and it's weird because aman this goes back to you with physical copies of things yes you have a physical copy if that if that you know way of gaming it still exists and we can see more and more going away from that you don't you don't really run into these issues aside from online play right which yeah needs servers and things like that but i don't know it's i think it's just a combination of the more you go digital, the more you're going to lose things. I mean, I can still dust off the N64 and go play some games today if I wanted. I could dust off the NES, the Nintendo, and exactly. play games. Yeah, that's um, and that's the beauty is what you're talking, what you're referring to, John. The beauty of having um, disc and uh, cartridges because then everything's saved within the game. If not, if it doesn't save, it just resets, and you could go back and play it again. And all the content is there: the graphics, the uh, plot of the story, the the campaign line is there it just may not be saved you just got to start from scratch you got to start from the first level on but mm -hmm. with these games here having you know come out during a time where there is there was internet there was multiplayer you could connect online and you had to get some of the new data the new dlc and some of the in a lot of the, in all these games that's the cool part but now that part obviously for these companies they're saying you know for or i say company for ubisoft they're saying look because we got all these other games out there you know mm -hmm. rainbow six siege 
and and that's just one of many that they produce and then all the role-playing games rpgs that they make out there there's like look we got we got so much storage and if we want to keep this we're gonna have to pay this amount so we rather make more money making newer games than lose out on having to pay for storage for old for the older games that only now i want to say a small percentage but there's a percentage of gamers like us because i'm one of them that would sit and go play just like last night myself and a couple of my faculty members alex and ryan we're sitting there playing halo reach halo through two three and reach and odst on a 360. you know and it wasn't it was a um, co-op couch co-op we didn't have to go online we're playing right next to each other but that that's the part of it that eventually the company's like hey look we got to make our money we want we can't store this but for y'all hopefully you still got the system and it works and somehow figure it out because there's some games that are in that age bracket that can still get played without having online capabilities a part of me wonders if and i i, I doubt this is what they do well i don't doubt you know sometimes it happens where they shut these down a for the servers and for mm -hmm. you know uh saving money and all that but b to make more money by saying like hey you know you can't play assassin's creed 2 or brotherhood or liberation revelations but look we have all these other assassin's creed games you can you can look at like maybe you know you you have people who are big fans of those games and mm -hmm. they they buy the new ones every time they come out but maybe there are some people who are like i like assassin's creed 2 i'm not going to move on from it i want to do this i'm going to play this i want to do that whatever the online versions of this and i'm not going to go to the next assassin's creed game Maybe this gets shut down and it forces them to go buy a new Assassin's Creed game. And maybe it's like, oh, I actually like this one. And a lot of people on Twitch, guys, are saying someone, fans, will end up making custom servers or someone's going to start a server. So it's really yep. not True. the end of the road, I guess, then, just because Ubisoft says we're not going to support it. Others can. Exactly. So okay. is it many ways? It's just them not having it. They will survive. He's going to find it. Yeah. They will Build survive. it. They will build it and they will come build it and they will come all right here we go now we're headed over to best thing i've seen on social media and oh, no. i tell you oh my goodness what the <laughs> he double hockey stick is going on with some things here john you're up first okay all right so i i have obviously we we all look at our phones way too much and we just have <laughs> here we go we just have so many videos that pile up that we think are funny and this is one of them i saw Recently, you know, M NBA rookie Victor Webanyama is creating headlines and people are excited and I'm tuning into games just to see him run around and block shots and hit threes and everything. Uh, but if you notice uh, this particular glitch in 2K, <laughs> I'm, has, trying to, I'm trying to expand it. It won't expand for me. Yeah, I think it's maybe stuck like that has when okay. just going crazy like he grabs the rim and he just hel starts helicoptering around there. it. There you go. You see him right there. Yeah, and I can't stop laughing. Ah, when I ah, ah, hey, when I <laughs> oh my goodness, oh wow, look at that. That's oh, I love it. So just good. starts like a normal dunk, and it's supposed to be like a put it's so it's one of those like you know, drop step pull up dunks where he oh dunks it, God. pulls himself up, and then drops himself down. Well, he like pulls himself up, his head kind of goes to the rim, and the oh. game's just like, you know what, you're a helicopter oh, now. My <laughs> I want to play some of the audio from the guy playing the game, but it gets a little, P, you know, it pushes to PG-13. Oh, yeah. oh, misses Ooh. the dunk. What is going on, Wimbenyama? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. Okay, that reaction right there. Oh, my goodness. I was, I was, I'll be like, hold up. I'm like, what the heck is the game doing? Hey, that's that's a soundbite if you're in San Antonio sports talk radio. Well, I you mean, gotta not, have but, it. <laughs> you gotta you have it. Bleep is going on with Webinyama. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's been playing pretty good though. He's had his up and downs in real life, you know. And we still got more of them coming here on the um best thing I see on social media. All right, my turn. I'm up next. And uh, you know me, I'm I'm into the health world, but I'm about to destroy a lot of y'all. Love like my love for McDonald's French fries might have to put go on the back burner after this video right here. Yeah, yeah, that's, no, French fries has three ingredients. Three ingredients in salt. What? What three ingredients are in the salt in McDonald's? Salt, which is sodium chloride, sugar, dextrose, and silico aluminate. And aluminum I don't even know salt, what that word is. Which contains aluminum, 
which has been linked to all good. sorts of neurological issues in humans, including neurodegenerative issues, dementia, like Alzheimer's disease. That's what's in your salt at McDonald's. Not just oh, that hurts sodium my heart. chloride, and salt, it's hurting my heart sugar, right now. and aluminum salt. Literally and figuratively. Man, if these weren't bad enough, the salt even has three ingredients here. The salt on McDonald's french fries has three ingredients. Three. I don't care. I'm peaches. I'm so I'm I'm peacheless. I'm about to go like like Rico's kids peaches. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. My my I can have a little day, at least once a month. I go pick up a McDonald fry, and that day was just this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I'm I'm getting ready for the show, and I say, oh, let me look at my the best thing I've seen on my social media, and I've seen this video and a few other videos, and I'm like, what? Hold up, er, go back. You know how many French fries from McDonald's I have eaten in a lifetime? Oh. I know this is ever probably probably within the last 15 years, but I don't, hopefully it wasn't like this when I was a kid. So, oh my God, it's just it's so heartbreaking. Oh now you can ask McDonald's to not put salt on your fries. True. Does that also True. take away the sugar and aluminum? I would hope I would yeah. say yes because the salt's not on there. Okay. So there so you there go. Is, there is that. Uh, opportunity. The aluminum. The more, Amon, I see these kind of videos. <laughs> we'll still eat it. Notorious. I, like, I'm real. Yeah, a little treat. I, I see these type of videos all the time, and I, I number, I, I wonder, number one, what's wrong with just salt? Like, what's the? I get sugar, right? Like, it, it adds a little bit of something, but why? Yeah. Why? Why do? Why do? Why do we have to have 75 ingredients for one thing? Exactly. It should just be salt. Salt. Just put salt. some salt on the fries. The other two items are added, are, are basically additives preservatives and aluminum is definitely not good we're not supposed to have metals in our body or our bloodstream that is a bad thing there so as for salt when you go to mickey d's or any fast food restaurant you want to do your treat day my cheat day like i said once a month or every other like every other month i go get me a, a large fry now it's going to be no salt so a little health tip for you there all right, Rico, what you got up next? You're next. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still eat those fries. Like I might have like two large fries. I'm gonna go buy some fries right now. Is what I'm gonna do. Uh, Victor Wembanyama again, dressed up for Halloween. Great. He is the idea. only person, the Jesus. only person in the world who can, that can dress pull that like off. Slender Man and look exactly like Slender Man. Oh, look at this God. guy. He's seven foot four, whatever. And his arms and legs are like little twigs and they're super long. And it's mm -hmm. just, it's just perfect. Like that's just the perfect outfit for him. And awesome. I'm so glad he did it. He nailed He's done. It. He's so done. He, he has his Halloween costume for yes. the rest of his life. Forever. That's it. You, you nailed, nailed it. it. Now you just do different, now you just do different variants of Slender Man. Like that's right. It. If I, if I was a veteran on that, on the San Antonio Express, I would like, I'm in the locker room, he walks in, I'm going like this golf clap. Good job, young man. Good job. You nailed it. He put some Not thought only, into it. Yeah, he's killing it on the court. He's killing it off the court. He wins. You That's know, it. he put thought into that to say awesome. take advantage of his height. There's other characters he can do. He could pull off. He could be a group. I am group. Group from, uh, you know, that would be a genius one. It'd just be more, mm -hmm. obviously, more um, branches and leaves and coming off of them and everything. Yeah, he'll just put a bunch. He'll just put a bunch of branches. You know, you he has money. He can pay somebody to make the suit, the, <laughs> the Groot suit for him, and just have ready? all the branches coming out of his arms. Hold on, we got three women in our lives that can make a little talk. You know, give him a call. <laughs> Let's send them down. There we go. We say, hey, we got a crew of three people that can knock it out for you. Exactly. Groot next, next Halloween, year. we got you. Dude. Next Halloween for Victor Womanyama, Groot through the ladies of John Boom. Aman. And Rico, there you yeah. go. We mm -hmm. don't even ask for a lot. No, we they don't. might, but we won't. I just want tickets to the game. That's all I want. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I want to oh, see yeah. him in person. Give me a to the, front, yeah, I just want to. I want to meet you. I want to be courtside. I've never been courtside. And never have I. I've been close. I've been one row behind, which is actually better because courtside you get all sweat thrown. You know. The so. closest I've been to courtside was like the three hundred level. At the old Pepsi Center, you know, Amon, I think you're right. I think courtside because I broadcast games, basketball yeah. games, and yeah. when you're courtside, it's, it's really close, and you miss some things because people are standing your way, coaches are standing in your way, officials yep. are standing in your mm -hmm. way. The best spot is about what, 
five, six, seven, eight rows. Yeah, depending. yeah. I've been you like the last everything. time I went to um, I, the Bucks play, it was always about eight rows behind the uh, court side, and then there's this mm-hmm. one dude that was literally peacocking. He had on his fur coat that was like beige, and it was this little dude. He was like, "How tall are you, Rico?" Five five. He was shorter than you, and he had this big old. Ooh. He looked like Craven from Marvel oh. with the big lion mane. That's how That's big pretty the cool. jacket was. I was like, he's over here peacocking. Like, That's on, pretty man. cool. So I actually yeah. lied. I was I've been courtside once, but it was for a, a Nebraska men's basketball game, and it was their like battle at the vault last year. Mm-hmm. And I watched Mississippi State and Drake play, and then I watched Ooh. Nebraska play some other team. And we're sitting there, and one of my coworkers here, Nick. Um, he he yells at Kese. He's just like, shoot a three. And he, I, I, I'm not even kidding. He comes off a screen, gets like the handoff, shoots yeah. the three, nails it, and points at us. And we're just Whoa. like, Whoa. did one of those. That's right it. There. We win. We win. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so fun. There you go. Nice. That that was the feel good moment of the of the year for you, probably right there. It was right after he said he goes shoot the three, he does it, and we're just like, what are we doing? Okay, we'll get that <laughs> next week, Eeyore. I like that when he said this or that end zone or fifty yard line seats. Mm. Hey, real end quick. zone. Speaking of football tickets, yes. I'm going to my very first Packers game as a fan Ooh. on Sunday. Ooh. Ooh. So nice. I don't even know where the tickets are, but anything you recommend to me, Amon, like this or, or there's not a bad seat in the house. Obviously, you're in Wisconsin, so it would be cold if you're outside. Yeah, bundle up. It's not a bad seat in the house. Nice. Just bundled up. Um, and enjoy the crowd because the crowd gets into it. Obviously, it's like a college football, it's like Madison crowd. They they're all into it. They do, I think they do. Every now and then the audio people play jump around in the fourth quarter. Okay. The Packers game every okay. now and then. So if especially if they win, if they win, it's going down. Yeah. The, the the jump around is happening. So, all right, let's head over to let's get into game releases, guys. Release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game releases. John, you're up first. There we go. I forgot. Sorry. Okay, so once again, Amon sends out the list of the newest games being released, and my strategy is I pick the one that I think sounds the most fun or the most interesting. And this week's pick, look at this. Look at all these characters. DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing. Oh, my God. Was that Anakin Skywalker? Um, I oh, that was somebody from Game of Thrones. Oh, that's Shrek. Well, here's what I know. You can race on 20 different DreamWorks themes track with your choice oh, of 20 game. of the most iconic DreamWorks characters in kart racing. I right. did Google the list of characters in this. So right. as you can see, but I, I wasn't was Anakin Skywalker because this is no. Pixar. Yeah. So I think we saw Shrek, obviously Shrek, Fiona and Donkey are mm-hmm. available for you to drive with. They've got Puss in Boots uh, and Wolf as well. Pick mm-hmm. up an Astrid from How to Train Your Dragon. A bunch from Kung Fu Panda as well. I think we saw that. Uh, Remember the movie The Bad Guys? The Wolf and That is available. You can be the boss baby. The boss baby. (laughs) There he is is right there. there. (laughs) Megamind is an option. I mean Kung Fu Panda. I like Kung Fu Panda. Megamind. Yes. Oh, Megamind. Oh, Will Ferrell was hilarious. I love that. That was a good movie. And then also King Julian and Alex from Madagascar. also, so this with DreamWorks, I mean, I would hope. Oh, I'm sorry, Poppy, Branch, Barb, and Cooper from Trolls. You can get like there a bunch of the Trolls cast too. Now, hopefully, yeah. it's actually a fun game because it's. I love these games where you can be all these characters from movies. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody ever drive through Atrocity. Look at this. I know the crowd. I know the chat loves it. Yeah, the chat is That's calling awesome. out Lord for the wolf, the wolf from Bad Guys. Yeah, bad guys. Hey, he was he was good dude. He That's was okay, actually guys. a good wolf. He was actually a good wolf. He had a conscience. He had a conscience. And, and I'm sure they'll add more characters as it goes along. But let's let's pretend we're playing this right now. You choose your character out of those some of those names I listed. Who are you choosing right away? I think uh, I'm gonna go trolls and I'm gonna go Poppy or Branch. I'm gonna go. I already said it. I call from Panda all day. Okay. Uh, 
I think I'm going to be either Mega Mind or Boss Baby. Maybe Shrek. Yeah. Boss Baby would be my second choice. I think Mega Mind is my first choice, though. Okay. Second, uh, Mega Mind be my second here. All right. My turn. We got VR. The Foglands that's going to be on PS5, PS VR 2. Coming out. came out yesterday. Oh, my goodness. So the Fogland is an op- op- atmospheric 3D roguelike shooter where you'll discover new paths, uncover old secrets, run into the unknown, fight monsters, damage, you know, get all the little fun little things that you need to get better in the game and try to make it back before you are swallowed up by the fog. So explore the Foglands, rowdy bar fight action, mysterious tale, and scavenge and grow your character here. So in the Fongland, you play as a runner, heroes of a sparse community living underground, adventure from the wrecks of long dead technology to do the undiscovered depths when you run, jump, sneak, and fight your way through the fog. So it sounds kind of like what's going on with that uh, Ubisoft and all those games being shut down. You can't play them no more, so you got to figure out a way to survive and live. So, Roddy Bar fight in a mysterious, fog infested world. Dangerous force lurks in the shadows. Punch, throw, shoot, smash, through each run as you go toe to toe with strange, melodic monsters and vicious, roving factions. Again, underground in this new PS5 PS VR2 experience with the VR right here. So that's like right, you know, that's like that visor is like right here. So dealing with that stuff, FPS mode, boom. Some of the little details of the game here is publisher as well. Total entertainment. And you have it's an action shooting adventure. It's offline pet play is available. Um, what else little you could play city, you could play standing, or you could do a room scale for yourself where you have the area cleared out. Make sure you do that so you don't trip and fall over something. Because remember, you got these goggles on. Please don't do that for yourself. And in the headset VR, which I didn't know, headsets vibration is optional. They have that in the headsets or in the visor. And also they have uh, VR2 sense controller optional with, along with the vibration in it too. So it's giving you a whole experience in this game right here. So I like the music. Looks like a little, kind of got a little cowboy feel to it, even though it's futuristic. It looks pretty good. I'm liking it. That looks pretty nice, except, you know, with the whole VR aspect of a first person shooter in a foggy cave, scary area. And if I'm in the fog and I see some glowing yellow eyes in front of me, like, oh, yeah. I mean, I might throw the headset off. I'm just letting you know. You're going to break it. Don't break your headset. Remember, you break it, you buy it. I don't, look, I don't want to break it. I'm just saying that uh, it's a little scary. Uh, look at that. Some yellow eyes. They're just in the dark. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you shoot things and throw things at No. JP the Orange Lantern is right. Horrible cop, Rogue City. I almost covered that one, but I saw this one. You know, guys, how much I love horror. It's mm-hmm. like it's kind of like a, a scary horror game here. But Rogue City, Robocop, right Rogue City is out this week. Check that out as well. Like that thing? Nope. Hard pass. I don't, I don't even know what that is. That looks fun. I don't like it. Can I? You know what also looks fun to me with this VR stuff is I see a lot online too of like AR games. Yeah, where that's like, full, almost full immersion right there. Like there was a zombie thing. Like you walking around your house, and there are like different spots on your wall where you can grab guns or whatever. Zombies coming through your windows. Mm-hmm. Like I think that. Imagine turning off. Well, you'd have to have some light, I guess, to see where you're going. But I mean, your whole house could be a playground. True. Like, that sounds fun. Just gonna make sure you don't break nothing. Just turn- well, as I say, you got to be careful because if you turn that on and all of a sudden your ki- your kids are walking around. Right. You don't want to take one of the kids out. I've seen so many videos on social media where the mom or dad or uncle brother, they're doing the VR and then wow, swing. the kid goes flying. Well, I'm talking more AR, right? Where yeah. you see like your house. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, do, you, can't, you can't see what's in front of you. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, like you see your real surroundings, but in, uh, on your wall, there's something that you can interact with. Yeah, I've seen those too where people mm. run into walls and st- <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. 
Yes, indeedy. All right, Mr. Rico, your turn. Hello, Achilles, Legends Untold. If you like Dark Souls and you like all those games like that, this is kind of the game for you, especially if you're into Greek mythology uh, like myself. Well, not Greek. Yeah, Greek, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, something like that. Uh, in this one, you get to rewrite the myth of Achilles, the mighty Greek warrior and the commander of the brave Myrmidons. After the War of Troy, where he is supposed to fall, you he doesn't. And you return to Greece, find your homeland plunged into chaos. The story takes you to the diverse locations of ancient Mycenae. You learn how to cope with your new nature and become the one who can save the mortal world from impending doom. You get to, you know, you're, you're Achilles, so you're practically unbeatable. But, you know, obviously you can be beaten because it is a video game. But you're super strong. You have your sword. You have a poisonous spear. Um, you have different kinds of powers you know powers of like a demigod and uh you just go around again this souls light game souls like game action rpg and you just go around beating stuff up if you've ever wanted to be achilles or if you've ever wanted to like to be achilles this is the game for you it came out early release pc um last year or like you know uh whatever it's called early release but it's kind of they've been working on it and then it uh, comes out tomorrow for ps5 xbox and back on steam yep it's great there so it's like i said it reminds me of a little assassin's creed and being achilles you know a demigod he has a little power to him it's like is it the rock achilles where he had all the help in the background or is it actually yeah. like from uh class of the titans the heroes who defied like real the gods power and magical power history but you get all kinds of like it says you you'll fight like people but then you'll get to face some of the mythological monsters that you hear about in all of greek mythology like a cyclops and then yep, all cyclops, of those things so right there banging down. just go around a lot of rolling dodging swinging hacking slashing uh magical powers so like I said, souls souls like a little not as like dark and gloomy. I feel like there's going to be some parts that are very bright and, and vibrant. Nice. If you're just a just a warrior going around beating the crap out of things. Oh, I like beating the crap. My kind of game. Video game. I gotta beat things up in video games. I don't beat things up in real life. Uh get a bunch of bags. I got one in the garage. I'll help you. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Let's head over. Hold on. Let me get to the audio here. All right. We're back at the last segment. Row, row your boat gently up the. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. All right. We got John up first for recap of part five, Shadow Warrior of Ahsoka. All right, John. Take it away because I know you have to get uh, I mean, out of here. Guys, jump in uh, too because I had some questions. As soon as it started, um, we last left Ahsoka falls off the edge of like a cliff. Yep. Uh, and then you realize she's in what I labeled. What is this? Is this Jedi heaven? Like she's on this in this strange world, which we find out spoilers. Okay, now you've had your chance to pause. Is like the world <laughs> between worlds. Uh, where she meets uh, young Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Um, and they have some sort of cryptic conversations where you're still trying to figure out what exactly is happening here. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, uh, am I pronouncing, is it Hera? Hera? Hera, yeah, Hera. Mm -hmm. Hera, searching for Ahsoka. And, you know, they get to the planet just as that big ring thing, the... Uh, Help me with the, the name. Hyperspace, the hyper hyperspace, the hyperspace thing. ring, hyperspace ring, hyperspace yeah. ring. Yep, takes Gone. off. And go. by the way, so this is so Rico. These are some of my strange observations when I watch this. So yes. ships are blowing up, like fighters are blowing up, but they here is ship with her son. They make it, mm -hmm. you know, to the planet where they're looking now for Ahsoka, and they're doing all these scans of whatever. Yep. Do another scan, and and they're so calm about it, and there's like no sense of we just lost like two or three ships like we just lost some people they don't even seem to like mention that well i mean they were you know a part of the war and they've lost people before and yeah it sucks but at the same time keep going they're they're really only hope of stopping this is 
finding this Jedi. So you can't have time to sit back and feel bad for the people you just lost. You need to find this Jedi as fast as you can, or you're going to lose a lot more people if they can get to Thrawn and bring him back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they've they've been through some stuff. They know. Uh, they've yeah. seen some things they've seen some things so plus they only um, lost two of them they're fine yeah and then so and a lot then, of death and war we noticed and he said that to her it's a lot yeah. of death and war a lot of things bad things happen you is gotta, this the world between world what are we watching right here is this so this the, is the, the the let me pause it here these are the episodes that will connect you remember i mentioned if you yeah, watch yeah. bone wars and you watch rebels these are connecting dot um, scenes that are related to what we're seeing here on the screen right now and when we're watching Ahsoka, so you watch okay, so I haven't I haven't seen Rebel, that Clone Wars. So, so we've Wars, seen yep. this this Jedi heaven as I labeled it. But exactly. this oh, okay, okay. Yep. So it's been there before. Been it's been there, there before. Yep. So yeah, she's in a place where she basically gets to make a a decision. Since being a Jedi pedigree of not just succumbing to death, this is her time to kind of reconcile. And either be okay and move on to to the next level, or go back in the physical sense and and fight, to continue fighting. And of course, this is where Anakin is like, I, it's kind of surprised to see you here. I thought it, I thought it'd be a little bit longer. So, just that right there just shows you that he knew that she was all, all what she supposed to be, basically that badass Jedi that she trained uh, from a kid, and you you know in uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. So, so let me get this straight so you guys can answer this question. So did she, did she die? So she, yes. So she technically. like, technically yes. she's dead. So, but being a Jedi, you have a, you have another level because of all the metachlorians uh, in you that you can basically get to, you almost have a, it's like a fail safe. It's like pull in case of emergency. Hmm. We don't just die right away because we're Jedi. We have, a, we go to another level of, of consciousness so we know that we're about to die and we are going to say to ourselves, okay, I'm going to just succumb to it. I'm tired of fighting or I'm tired of living, whatever. If not, I, this is just my opinion, but if not, I want to go back in there because I got to go, you know, in the physical, I got to get back in my body and then yeah. continue to help out whatever I was doing. So that's just my opinion. I think that's yeah. what it looks like to and what me, it sounds like. To me, it's, she's like on death's doorstep. Right. Like yeah. she got knocked it. She got not the, the hit into the water landing in the water didn't kill her but she's under the water for so long she's not breathing or she is breathing she's breathing water like to me she's right there on death's doorstep so this is where she's at and if she decides to come back she'll come back to her body and be able to you know get saved or swim up and you know whatever so that that's kind of what it is to me where maybe she's not dead yet but she's right, right there and yeah, that's what right. that world is where with the mitochlorians in her system and being a jedi that they it all kind of comes together and you know seeing her former master he's able to go there and just like hey like you're a little early i don't think you're supposed to be here right now so let's mm -hmm. let's you want to go back right yeah. so okay so that makes sense so she's like uh, like you i think what you said makes the most on death's doorstep yeah she's not dead but she's close and then not decides if she lives is it i mean is what? Who decides? She decides. If she, if she, she decides. She does. She, so she just has to Being pull herself Jedi. out of it. Okay. Yeah, she has to get yeah. through what he puts her through, and mm -hmm. see if she's still ready to live, ready to go back and continue fighting. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think if you're a Jedi, you probably choose uh, to live what? again, like ninety nine. I mean, you would think so. I guess depending on the situation that you're put into, like. Right. In this instance, it's like, look, you need to go back because there's people you need to help and take care of and all this stuff. But mm -hmm. for some Jedi, maybe it's like, hey, you know, I've I've done what I've needed to do. I've prepared my my Padawan. They're ready to go on. And mm -hmm. so am I. But for her, you know, her Padawan is, you know, still learning. So, you know, just yeah, became Sabine. her Padawan once again. Yeah, Sabine. So she still has to go back and she knows that there's, you know, war on the doorstep of the universe. So she needs to go back and help yeah so big i say big uh big brain stuff going on and once she does uh reappear in uh, the physical that's when we you know see where things basically are continuing with between um was it a uh, lord violent and his apprentice 
yeah, so where, what, they, what they've been trying to do the whole time here in uh, Ahsoka, get to that new galaxy. Because then with the hyperlink, as you saw, they get out there and then that's when they come into the uh, the big wells, the flying wells. I don't know if they're flying or they're supposed to be in water or thing, but I think they're they carry flying. I, they're I mean, flying. they. I mean, the whales can go hyper speed, so right. like they have hyperdrive hearts or something like they. <laughs> I don't. I I don't get that, but <laughs> like it was weird. It was they're just like, oh, they're about to jump, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that I'm was like, interesting are, to see that. Those are living beings. Eeyore is like, upset. <laughs> You guys, you guys yeah. figure out what ER is upset about because he says he's about to break things. I gotta run. Yeah, ER, don't break. Well, things. he's a he's a he's a master of this universe, so he knows more than okay. we do. Yeah, and we're just, and ER, we're just speaking off our opinions. We're not saying we're accurate here. We're just let no, you know, and not he knows that. Close. Yeah, we're not even. I'm, I'm just saying, like I said, this is my opinion. What I'm seeing yeah. here, not the factual uh, canon stuff, but just Story to give what I see when you see something like a Jedi looking at their master who trained them and in ghost form from the other previous Jedi's that I've seen when they got in ghost form. It's like, okay, wait a minute. What you doing here? Pop partner. Hyperspeed, About... light speed. You know what yeah. I, you know what I meant? Yeah. I just, so no. I thought hyperdrive, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's stick it to the rules, stick it to what he knows. Uh, we might have to get him on. We'll get him on here one time when we're talking Star Wars and everything yeah. else. Um, but should, yeah, we, he should be like the our. Oh, he knows his stuff. Like now. phone a friend. Yes, he knows kind his stuff. All knows right, see you guys. Stuff. All right, John. Have Bye. a great rest of your day. I think we're pretty much done too. We're going, aren't we? Yeah, we I think so. We then yeah. wrapped and covered up everything in under an know. hour. Great chat today, Eeyore, keeping us in line. Uh, no, Notorious Afro. We had some new ones in ESPN Pinky. I think it was How Hoser sixty yeah. six. He said Obi Wan chose to not come back. Exactly. See, mm-hmm. see, someone he chose. Obi Wan chose not to come back. See, he did everything he needed to do. In Episode Four, that... when he went to go fight Vader, he knew that was it for him because mm-hmm. he wanted he said, to get gonna... So when I saw that as a, I think I was a, I don't know how old I was, but I wasn't even ten yet when I watched Episode Four, uh, New Hope, when Obi Wan, old man Obi Wan, went on the ship with Han Solo and Luke and Leia. And he knew he was going to fight. He wanted to see Anakin one last time. And it was more of a kind of like, this is my, this is where I want to end things with my Padawan. And he did that. He yeah. got hit and then boom, that was it. So that's where I was somewhat close. I ain't got to be accurate. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's there. You know, it's there. You know what I meant though. But, yeah. um, but thank you, Akendo and Eeyore as well. Well, if definitely, if we're doing some Star Wars, we do a Star Wars trivia episode. I know who I'm. I'm gonna reach out to. Are you gonna? I'm gonna have one episode on that one. So you know what we have to do is if we do a Star Wars trivia, do. we have to have Eeyore ask the questions and we try to answer. A hundred percent. I'm down. So then that. Eeyore can get. So then Eeyore can get pissed at us when we're wrong. <laughs> and that'll be interesting. He gets. He gets uh, animated when he's not exactly. happy. He gets so Please. animated. Please and uh, thank you. So, everyone, thank you for tuning in today. This is a Mind Greens Gamers Lounge. We're about to head off. But before we do, Rico, let everybody know what you're up to and where they can find you on social media. Well, ladies and gentlemen and others, you can find me on the Twitter sphere at Radio Rico AC. Follow me on there. Follow me on Instagram at Enrique Alvarez Clary if you would like. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was on the radio. Sports talk radio. I do yeah. all the time. 93.7. Here in beautiful Lincoln, right Nebraska, right 93.7. The ticket. Um, you can uh, listen to us on the app on our website, theticketfm.com. Mm-hmm. I do uh, the happy hour every day from one to two with my good friend, Nick Sainert. And we talk about all kinds of things, cover volleyball, football, professional sports, everything. But I am the most active on Twitter at Radio Rico AC. I do might get back into streaming when the new year starts. You can follow me on Twitch at Nikki underscore flash underscore. Um, and I have a, a Twitter for that account as well. It's at the Nikki underscore flash underscore too many underscores, right. but it was necessary. Hey, ER, thank you, Rico. Uh, ER, is that going to be the, the scary nun <laughs> from the conjuring? <laughs> I want, I want you to dress up as that nun with the yard stick is the, the nun Mm-mm. from part one and part two. Mm. That's what I want. Nope. 
Yeah, see, that's what I want because I knew Rico didn't like that. So please do that, please for me. I won't be. I won't be participating. For me and me go. For me and me go. So you can follow me on Amon Green Thirty, all one word on Instagram and Twitter. Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. We're on TikTok and YouTube, and then obviously LinkedIn, Twitter Live, Facebook Live, Twitch, and YouTube. Here is the show right now live, but then also it will be up wherever you download your podcast. So please enjoy it later this week and uh, again follow us share us got some good things coming to you week over week and we'll be back here same bat channel same bat time i always love saying that when i used to watch the old batman comic book series so everyone have a good rest of your week all right let me get to the edits let's get to the where, where, where'd it go wait a minute there we go oh bye-bye bye-bye i gotta get music no music doesn't sound right no there music. it is.